SAFM. Prime time all day long. Good morning. Well, an announcement from the board of the SA National Roads Agency Limited yesterday, Sanral, that it's now cancelling a decision to implement a preferential procurement policy that would have made it harder for bigger construction companies to win tenders to build roads and bridges and easier for smaller, newer companies. That decision to change the system had led to huge opposition. As I understand it, it would have allowed smaller companies to sometimes sort of share work on big projects. Sanral had said this was to help promote transformation. Now the board says it's reversing its earlier decision because it's received legal advice. As I understand it, at least three bigger companies had said they would go to court to challenge it. This all means that 80 tenders now have to be re-advertised. In other words, there'll be more delays in the construction of roads and bridges. The CEO, the South African National Roads Agency Limited, is Reginald Damana. Reginald, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, to you and the listeners. Why have you decided to reverse your earlier decision? Uh, for context, Stephen, uh, Sandral manages a network of 23,559 kilometers. That's 4% kilometer, of South Africa's national road network. And with that 4%, we carry 40% of all annual vehicle traffic, 60% of freight, and 70% of road freight. So it is an important uh, network that we manage. We inject billions of rents into the economy through maintenance as well as construction. We have realized that the litigation currently taking place is delaying service delivery, and it might go into months until it is resolved, likely to only be resolved at the Concord. So we thought we need to reverse this so that we can get back on track with the business of awarding contracts to maintain our roads as well as build new roads. It was surely obvious that once you'd taken a decision to use this preferential procurement system, there'll be a court case from the bigger players. This was an existential threat to them. I mean, this really mattered to them. They were always going to go to court. Why didn't you get legal advice before taking this decision? Well, I think, uh, uh, Stephen, in the implementation of transformation, there's always going to be different views around the pace and scale at which you do it. We did get legal advice. You will recall that uh, the Constitutional Court, in the case between Sakeliha and the Minister of Transport, had ruled that the existing procurement regulations of 2017 were now unlawful and unconstitutional. So we were duty-bound to implement a new policy because our policy had become unlawful to use. So we didn't have a policy for preferential procurement. We came up with something new that we thought will also advance transformation within the legal framework and within the powers that we had. Clearly, some in the industry differ with the pace and scale at which we wanted to do it. And we thought, let's revert back to, to what we had before and have a conversation In the interim, we will use guidelines that were there before to try and chart a way forward. Okay, so you're saying this this decision by the board to reverse the decision to use the preferential procurement policy is only because of the constitutional court decision, the Sakalucha decision. So if there hadn't been that decision, you wouldn't have taken this decision. Is that right? If there wasn't a constitutional court decision back in 2022, to say that the regulations that were being used for procurement, which formed the basis of a central procurement policy, 
we will still have been using the old policy. We will not have come up with a new policy altogether. So we were duty-bound from 17 January to come up with a new policy that was legally compliant. Obviously, the scorecard within that policy, that is the allocation of points for preferential, uh, for preferential procurement, were seen to be too aggressive, it will appear, by some in the industry. But post-16 January, we didn't have a legally compliant policy we could use. That's why we had to implement a new policy. Okay. So this is about uh, transformation. I accept that. Obviously, we need that. Um, do you believe the consequence of yesterday's decision, so the decision to no longer use the preferential procurement policy, is that going to slow down transformation, do you think? Well, transformation is going to always be a journey, uh, Stephen. We we don't regard this as something that will slow down this permanently. It's a transition. We are going to continue to have a discussion to implement something uh, in the next couple of months uh, that will hopefully move transformation further. At Sandral, we accept that transformation is not uh, something we can negotiate. It is a license to operate. We build roads that cross provinces and municipalities. And for these communities, SMMEs and people on the ground where we build roads, they must have ownership of the roads. They must accept this project. Otherwise, it will lead to project disruptions and stoppages. So we all have a responsibility to build an an inclusive society. And Sandal will continue to play its part using the procurement uh, uh, powers that it has. Okay. Um, so I have to ask if, if transformation and procurement are so important, and obviously they are so important, they were not two intriguing decisions made by Sunroll. So the case of the Intentil Bridge contract or the EB Clute interchange project, these were given to Chinese companies. And in fact, the sort of reporting was that they didn't qualify in the first stage of the bid and then they both won the contract. And I have to ask, so if, 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 if transformation matters and transformation does matter, wouldn't we start by using South African companies rather than Chinese companies? Well, in fact, uh, if you if you had uh, looked closely at those projects that you say were given to, to Chinese companies, it is actually joint venture companies. 40% of those structures are owned by South African black companies. Much higher transformation level that most players will award or allocate to black companies currently uh, in most of the structures we see. So the projects are very compliant, high participation by black players in the country. They are also duty-bound to employ local people, semi-skilled and unskilled people. They are duty-bound to procure materials here that are locally designated. But, 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 I mean, South African companies would also have those duties. Why a Chinese-owned company over a South African one? Is the, South Afri- is the Chinese one got more black ownership than a South African company? I think at the core of that, uh, Stephen, is about an open tender system. Sandal uses an open tender system which attracts all sorts of players. We don't say restricted to any party. That is not the the, the legal uh, basis we operate. If the rules say you must only restrict tenders to South African companies, we will do that. In this case, we issue tenders. Anybody who's registered in the CSD database, National Treasury, who complies with local legislation, 
They are tax compliant, they are B compliant, they participate in the tenders. We don't design those rules, we just play by the rules that are there. And ultimately, the biggest determinant in a tender is price. If your price is very high and you comply with all of these other admin and regulatory aspects, you get the tender. It's all about cost competitiveness, and that's all we, we, we do. So we don't design a tender that is only for South Africans and a tender that is t- destined for any player, Chinese or otherwise. It's an open tender system. And Reginald, just a sort of broad question about Sunroll. I mean, there have been so many cancellations and the board cancelled a set of tenders at one point, And now we have, you know, this new policy that you've now reversed. Um, so let me put it to you sort of bluntly so you can respond to it. I mean, is Sunroll able to make the right decisions and then stick to them? I'm sure it does. Uh, you will recall that uh, in this business, last year alone, we awarded 51 billion rand of contracts. 51 billion. These are projects that are translating into construction on the ground today. And the tenders that we have advertised will award uh, towards the end of the financial year that will translate into construction on the ground next year. So it is a very big business. Um, uh, you, you, you cannot, uh, of course, in the midst of managing a company of that size and a budget of that size, not have contentious over various issues. Tenders will be contested, they will be challenged, they will be cancelled, and I cannot say that will not happen happen in the future. By and large, we manage a very successful company with well-built roads that are very critical to the, to the economy of South Africa, and we continue to do that. And in fact, where we make steps and we feel that we must reverse and change course, we will be bold enough to do that just like we have done now. I don't think we, uh, we are going to be arrogant to say we must just stick to something that doesn't work when we assess conditions on the ground. That's the nature of the company that we operate. Transformation is a very contentious space in South Africa. Procurement is a very competitive space in South Africa, especially when the economy is not growing and economic opportunities mm. are limited. That's just what we face. Reginald Damana, thank you very much indeed. Appreciate the time. CEO at Sunroll.